Hi guys and welcome back to the Boys of Eyes podcast. I know it's been over a week and I'm so sorry about that, but this episode is actually brought to you by swresources.co.uk, the best place to shop for your reselling supplies, so your boxes, your poly bags, all that kind of stuff. They've got bubble wrap. Obviously, I always say go to shops to get your boxes, but this is if you feel like you want to be lazy or you just want to order some and get all the same size. It's worth doing and just check out swresources.co.uk. Use the discount code BOYSY10. It helps me out and it helps the show out and it will help SW Resources out. So yeah, check them out, swresources.co.uk and thank you to them for being our first sponsor. And just to drop it in again, BOYSY10 for 10% off. Get on it and get yourself some supplies. So guys, I just wanted to say first of all, Thank you everyone who's been sending me messages saying they're loving the podcast and that it's helping them and that my positive attitude is getting you through what you're going through and that it's just helping you go out and hustle harder for the reselling. That's all I want my podcast to do, just to spread like that you can actually do this and it's not actually that hard as long as you put the work in, put the research in. I know I love saying research, I fucking love that word, but that's all. what it's all about, just spend some hours on eBay on Instagram, on YouTube, and you'll get there in the end. But yeah, my first thing I wanted to talk about was is actually mindset. Mindset is the most important thing in the reselling. If, you, if you're constantly thinking, I'm not going to be able to do this, then you're not going to be able to do it, are you? And if you're going to allow all the little things, like the little returns you get, and just the bullshit, because you're going to get bullshit. You're going to get people returning the wrong items. You're going to get people returning stuff because it doesn't fit. You're going to get people that that will just not return it and they'll still get their money back through ebay but it's just how it goes you just got to accept it it's part of the journey and yeah just accept that it's going to happen and don't let it affect you if you're letting that affect you you're taking energy out of your day and it's just like you're wasting your energy on something someone else has done if you can just keep that energy in you and then when you're outsourcing you use that energy to find even more deals it's just the way to, way to use your energy because your energy is the most important thing. And I've said everything's the most important now. But you know what I mean. If you can get a return, and even if it's for an expensive item, I know that hits as hard. Like if you get a, like a £200 return, that used to affect me. Like because I wouldn't have that many sales at the start, I'd think, well, this ain't fucking work it, worth working. This work isn't worth being a reseller because I've sold something for 200 quid. I'm getting it back. I've got to refund them. Maybe I've already spent that money at the start because it's all reinvesting back into the business. But you just got to take it on the head. Taking it on the head, take it on the chin. Definitely not on the head. But you just got to take it on the chin and just be like, yeah, fuck it. I now owe someone 200 quid. They're going to take it out of my bank. So I've got to work harder. It's just what happens like at the start. In the first couple of years, it's not going to be easy. It's not even easy for me now when I've been doing it five years. There's always ups and downs, but it's just what happens. Like, just don't let it affect you. I know it's easy enough saying that, but the the earlier you start, like, n- like not letting it affect you, the easier your life's going to be. You're not going to take shit from anyone. You'll, just, you'll start seeing it in your personal life as well. You'll be like, if someone pisses you off, yeah, fair enough, it's annoyed you, but just move on to something else. It's just, you've got to do it. Like, if someone's being a dick to you, you move on and see someone else, don't you? You don't want to waste your energy on people that don't deserve it. And you don't want to waste your time on people that don't deserve it, like the same in the business. I'm kind of at the point now where whatever comes at me, I don't give a shit. I'll get through it. Like, 
at Christmas we had on the Amazon FBA. If you don't do it, you won't know about this, but I'll tell you anyway. So over Christmas, they were asking everyone for, I think they were like lab reports or invoices for for the toys they were selling. Everyone's been warning about that for years. Like every time I do a power hour and I show that I'm selling stuff that's new on eBay and put on Amazon, I always get at least one message from some bloke or some woman who says, yeah, you've got to watch out for Amazon though. When they ask for an invoice, they'll suspend your account. Go for it then. Go for it. I've never had it. It's been five years. If it happens, it happens. I'll get through it. You've always just got to, you've got to be ready for it. If something, if something shit's going to happen, it's going to happen. But it's not going to stop me from making the money in between. Like, I could make my full living on flipping stuff from eBay to Amazon. I'm not going to stop it just in case I get an inv- get a re- in uh, an invoice request. Like, and I've never had one for five years. That would have been so much money lost from that. So. You, I just feel like when you're buying stuff new on eBay, sell on Amazon, you just got to inspect it. If it doesn't look new, send it back to the person on eBay. You're always going to be able to return stuff, even if they say no returns in the description. It's just how eBay is. Like, if someone sell, sold you something, like last Christmas, some guy was set, selling a load of sealed um, board games. His whole thing was all sealed board games. I got one of them through. And you could tell it wasn't sealed. Like underneath the seal, it was all dirty and all that shit. Opened it up, been played with. Well, that could have affected my account. But as long as you're like alert enough to check it and see whether, like, you'll be able to tell if some if it's got dirt underneath a seal, they're meant to be factory sealed. Like there's not going to be dirt there. And if if the box is damaged underneath the seal, it's all that you just got to look at it. And again, I brought a load of Harry Potter DVDs the other day. I think there were eight film collections on DVD. Got them through, and you could tell they were just fake. The The writing was blurry, and the colours were off. You could just... You're not going to get them from a shop, and the quality be that shit. So I just opened up a return, and he refunded, for, refunded them for me. I could have sold them on Facebook now, and, like, made some money, but I just threw them in the bin, because I don't want even more fakes flying about the market. I know it's only, like... I think it's eight or nine box sets, but I'd rather me throw them away than another reseller buy them and try and flip them on eBay and get like their account closed down. And I opened one of them up, one of them up, and fuck me, they were terrible fakes as well. Like on the disc, Harry Potter wouldn't fit on like it'd be hanging off the disc, so you couldn't see the whole Harry Potter on it, and it was just yeah, you could just tell. So I just think if you are going to do the eBay to Amazon, you might get asked for an invoice. You might, I can't guarantee you're not going to be asked for one but I think you're going to make money in between so I'll just go for it if it happens it happens that's just how I live and if you're scared about it I think still fucking do it I know it's a stupid you might say stupid thing to do because you might lose your account but I'm sure if you're doing a shitload sales on Amazon they're not going to want to shut you down so much you'll be able to work with them and be like oh I must have got it from a supplier who fucked up with it or something i'm sure there's ways around it there's always a way around and if not you start again you start from zero again it's just how it is i'm not i'm not too bothered to be honest i'll start from zero again because i know i've got the knowledge and the i know what i'm doing i'll be able to get the sales again and the stock and i just think ebay to amazon is such a powerful thing at the moment you could do it with used stuff as well over christmas i was doing it with used stuff all the time but the markup on the new stuff is insane. Look into it if you haven't already. 
watch some of my power hours when I do them. I know I don't show the items, but it is actually people are like, oh yeah, you're obviously faking it because you're not showing the items. But why would I show you what I'm buying? Because then I'm not going to be able to sell them because you'll undercut me. It's just how it is. Like if I'm sharing an item, it's because I know you're not going to be able to get it, or I've already sold it, or just yeah, or it's rare. It's I always select what I'm going to share. Like I've got an Amazon shipment sat in front of me. I won't share everything in there. Like I done a TikTok the other day of my Amazon shipment, and I took a few things out that I got from retail arbitrage because. I'm not going to show you what I'm getting, like I said, because you're going to buy it and undercut me. The price will go down. It's just not worth my time. I love sharing stuff, but I'm not going to share too much. I've shared too much in the past and got fucked over by it, but it's not, not going to stop me sharing like anything. I'll just be selective. I was thinking the other day, like when I first started, I was just completely video games. I was buying 3DS games and DS games off of eBay or flipping on Amazon when I quit my last job and it was flying for me but it's like you just get into a niche and then you like as soon as you find another one like from there I went into buying stuff from Argos and flipping on Amazon but the competition's a lot more and it's just like you go back to it and you've kind of forgot what you were doing or the market's gone down like 3DS games are not worth as much anymore I was getting like 30 quid for a used game at the same price it was going new so that's how I, that's when I first started Amazon, that's all I was doing, 3DS games pretty much, and they were flying, they were literally flying, like the first day they got there, they'd be gone, and when I first like started doing them, people, were, I remember I was watching people on YouTube, and they were like, I test every single game, I'll test every console, and I'll test like everything I get, even if it's got no scratches on it, I'll test it, I'm telling you now, I've been doing this five years. I don't think I've ever tested a game. I don't think I've ever tested any games I've sold. Like, have I? I've tested some games consoles because I've been fucked over by that before. But actual games, nah. Nah. Never tested any. Some, some of them are scratched like fuck, but sometimes I think I'll just send them in. So if, they, if they're scratched and they don't work, they'll come back as a return. Probably not the right mindset on that one, but I just can't be bothered with them. Like, I'd rather just send them in, like I say, and if they're shit, they'll come back, and I'll just send a response on to on like a message, apologising. I always use at the end my deepest apologies. Could be the littlest thing, like I don't know, I don't. It could just be the littlest thing that's gone wrong, or maybe they've just messaged me saying thanks. I'll be like, oh, thanks so much. My apologies that it it didn't come a day early or something. I don't know, but. I always sign everything off with my deepest apologies. Even if, I don't know, I'm just chat shit. But yeah, that's how I sign everything off. And it seems to get me get me like, alright, in their books, I always get good feedback. I think I've had like one neutral feedback in the last year. So, I must be doing something right. But yeah, that's the reason I said about like not testing video games. Because people are always looking for reasons not to start. So, oh, I don't have time to test all the video games when I get them. Well, don't then. I don't have time to go out and find deals. All right, do it on your phone then. There's always ways to do it, but people, if you're not, like, if you're half in it, you're not going to do it. The amount of people that message me, like, oh, I'd love to do what you do. Like, I've been thinking about doing it for a while. No, you haven't. You've just seen that I've had a few few good sales and you've jumped in on it, which, fair enough, I'd do it as well. That's why I've done it. I saw some other guy doing well, Nick Hills on on YouTube. 
most people who are listening, I'm sure, know who he is already. But I saw him getting good money and I jumped in and I've been loving it ever since. But I get a lot of messages from people like, oh, you're, this This going to make me sound big-headed, but like, oh, you're so good at what you do. How how did you do it? I'm just like, put in research. Put in hours of research. Search what you like doing. Oh, I don't know what, what I'd sell. Neither do I. It's whatever I find. I'm not like, oh, going to the car boot, right, I'm going to buy some Parker pens today. Because... I'm not going to find just Parker pens. I'll be buying Parker pens, camping toilets, some board games, someone's old beauty products, but just because I know they make money. And we've all got a computer in our hand now with a smartphone. It's like, why wouldn't you use it when you're out and about to look stuff up? They're like, oh, how will I know what it goes for? Everyone knows that you search it up on eBay, and then if you don't, you press filter and do sold listings. And I do buy it now because you get more money on buy it now. So there you go. If you didn't know that already, use that technique. Whatever you see at the car boot, just spend hours there. Just look up almost everything if you're just starting. And then you'll get into your head. Oh, well, I'm not going to buy them board games by that supplier. None of them go for any money. Oh, I know that this MB old board game goes for 10, 15 quid on eBay. If I can pick it up for a couple of quid in the future, it's worth getting. That kind of thing. You just got to build up the knowledge in your brain, and just just so when you're out at the car boot at the charity shop, if you're on Facebook Marketplace, you see oh there's a Mario oh a Luigi's Mansion for the GameCube. Oh that's going for like twenty five on eBay. Or I'll pick it up for a tenner then. Or I'll pick it up for fifteen at the start just to get make a fiver after fees. Just get the stuff turning over and don't aim high. Don't aim high. That's where I went wrong at the start. I've already told that, but. Yeah, if you go back to some of my old um, podcasts, I talked about how I aimed high early on and it almost completely fucked my business. So yeah, if you haven't already, listen to my previous podcast, a little bit of a shout out, but I've heard people have been enjoying them. I never listen back to my own ones because I don't like listening back to my voice. So if you ever sit here anything in these that like the quality is bad or anything, let me know because I would not have listened to it back. So yeah, just let me know, that would help me out as well. And if anyone needs any help with starting or with anything, just drop me a message on Instagram, it's at clickright, C-L-I-C-K-W-R-I-G-H-T. If you want to know any other resellers to follow, ask me and I'll send you a load of their names. Everyone's awesome on Instagram. You'll get the odd person who's trying to sell a course, but even, you never know, their courses might be alright, but I've met like some of my best friends uh, from Instagram, I'd never met him in real life until I I spoke to him on Instagram and was like, right, should we go outsourcing? Should we go and meet up somewhere? And now they're like my best mates. I talk to them all the time, which it's changed my life. My life, I've made more friends, and it's just awesome. But yeah, I'll stop talking about that now. I'll talk about what I done at the weekend. So on Saturday, I believe it was Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, I went to a jumble trail, which is pretty much. It's like a gar- like a whole town has garage sales and well not all of them but like houses and you get a map of all the houses that are having a garage sale and you just go around it seeing what you can find and I absolutely cleaned up, absolutely cleaned up. I was going, I walked to one stall, there was this little old woman, lovely woman and she had these beauty products in boxes on the floor and usually when I see like boxes of beauty products I'm like she's obviously brought them on like QVC or got a got a mail away thing for them 
And if they're vintage, it's even better. But I opened this one up and she had £5 on the box. So I was like, yeah, it looks all right. It's a couple of boxed creams. I never know what they are. And so I was like, yeah, I'll take this one. I opened another one up and I saw it said it had a retail price of 150 quid. She had paid for it. So I was like, oh, how much do you want for this one as well? She's like, oh, if you open that up, it's got £150 on it. I was thinking, ah, oh, she's going to want fucking shitloads. But she was like, oh, I obviously don't want that much. I was So she was like, well, you've said £5 for that one. How much do you want to pay for the other two boxes? I was like, I'll give you 15 quid for the lot. She was over the moon. She was buzzing with that. Oh, yeah, that's so lovely of you. I was thinking, you paid 150 love. But she was buzzing, and I fed her a little lie. She was like, what are these for? Then I was like, oh, buying them for my mum. I don't even know what they are, but she'll enjoy them. I'm sure she'll get some use out of them. Her husband came out. Oh, this this young man is buying them for his mum. How nice is that? I was thinking, they're definitely going to someone's mum. But they, they ain't going to my mum. <laughs> tell you that for free. So, yeah, I brought that them two sets it was another set of some other creams and then on the table she had i think the brand was called like pericone md so if you see that out and about pick them up because they seem to be going for like anywhere from 20 to 50 each yeah she had two of these cleansers i believe they're called and three other creams sorry i'm not very knowledgeable about this all i know is it makes money and so that came to about six quid i was like i'll give you 20 pound all in for the whole lot the 15 quid plus a six. So cool, I got one pound off. What a bargain hunter. But yeah, paid her that, got to the car and I was like, yes, that stuff is worth absolute peas. I look at, I think I looked it up and it's, I should get over 200 pound for the lot. So that just shows, watch out for these face creams and just any, I don't know, beauty kits and all this shit. Maybe watch out of the car because some stuff can be faked, but you'll be able to see if stuff's fake like if someone's got a whole um stall of kylie lip kits nine out of ten times they're going to be fake aren't they because how she got a supply of them when fucking boots can't get a supplier of them so yeah just watch out for that kind of thing but if it's one person selling all her own old clothes and then she's got a nip nip and fab i don't know i think that's a brand nip and fab uh face cream on there sealed pick it up even if it's the box isn't sealed, if you can open it up and see what it's like inside. People usually charge like a couple of quid for their old stuff. Like they don't value it anymore, but what one it could be discontinued and then you'll get even more than it retailed at. Or if not, you'll get maybe twenty percent off the retail on eBay. So you just gotta look into it like that. And before that, so the first stall I went to, I saw he had some monopolies, like the special edition monopolies. He had a what the fuck is that one called? It's not Rick and Morty. It's, um, wow, what am I thinking? Just had to get up and check. It's an Adventure Time Monopoly and a Mario Monopoly. And I asked them how much they wanted. They said two quid each. Got them straight away. Looked them up. One's going for 35 quid. One's going for 40 quid. Both used. So, great start to the day. Paid four quid. Had like 70 quid's worth of stuff if they were complete, which they were. So, yeah. I was like, okay, this this day's going well. Where did I go next? I went down a avenue and picked up a load of other shit. But I also picked up a Furby, like a vintage Furby. If you see them out and about, pick them up. They absolutely fly on eBay. Not literally, because they're fake. Wow, that is a poor joke. But yeah, pick them up if you see them. Even the new ones go on Amazon really well used. Check that out if you haven't already. But yeah, check... Um, 
get the old Furbies if you see them. The one I picked up was a Gremlins one, a character called Gizmo. Paid £3 and it's going for anywhere from £30 to £50. Seems to vary a bit, but yeah. And then I went to another store and there was this old guy and he had a load of old James Bond books. So I was looking for them and there was one that said first edition, I think it was called Golden Gun. And then the other one said first edition book club. And he was like, make me an offer. And he already had prices on them. They came to like 60 quid. Offered him 40 and we settled on 50. I didn't think it was a crazy deal when I got it. And he was buzzing with it. He shook my hand. He's like, thanks so much. He's buzzing. Lovely guy. I kind of, I'm glad I just done the deal for him. Even if I'd have just got my money back. Fair play. He got 50 quid. I would have got my money back. And yeah, we move on. But I got a moment when I looked him up. The first edition book club ones weren't aren't worth crazy money. I think I got six books in total. I think five of them were book club ones. So I should get anywhere from 50 to 70 quid for the bundle. But the Golden Gun one is actually really good. Because it's a first actual an actual first edition, first printing. The only thing is on the like front page it's got to like Colin Happy Christmas or some shit which does devalue it a bit but it won't affect it too much I'll, I'll list that and they look to be going for anywhere from 70 to like 150 it's very good condition other than the like the writing in it but we'll see how it goes I'll probably put that one up on auction maybe start at 99p or something like that obviously get someone to bid it up a bit because I don't want it going for like 40 quid I always do that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I always get someone to bid up stuff if I don't want it to go cheap. Bit naughty, but it's just what happens, isn't it? It's just how it goes. Yeah, so I brought that stuff and that seemed to be a good deal. Then I walked up to this one store and I was like, I saw he had a, like a Yamaha keyboard. I don't know why I brought it because it's fucking massive and I don't know if I'll get around to ever selling it or testing it. I didn't even open it. It might be all corroded in there. But he said that he wanted a fiver and I thought, they they go for like 35 to 40 quid like keyboards anyway so i brought it brought it home i haven't done anything with it yet i'll probably sit there for another three years but yeah and then i saw he had a box on the floor with just bits of paperwork did you hear my voice break then that was that mad that was proper mad but yeah he had a uh, box of just just looked like paper folded up paper started looking through it started unfolding it and it was posters like huge posters like movies but they're all French. I was looking at him and his wife came over. She was French. And he said that, well, she said that they got out of a house clearance in France like five or ten years ago. He, and I asked him how much and he was like, I want five pound each for him. I was thinking, it's a bit steep, mate. Five pound each for a couple of old, well, for some old posters. But I started looking for it and there's ones with like Al Pacino in them. There was like a Dolly part and i want to say that's her name i don't know but it's called nine to five but french version and i looked up french movie posters and they seem to do pretty well and these ones were actually the ones that would be on their bus stop movie posters from like the 70s 80s and 90s the 90s ones are a bit shit but yeah the 70s and 80s um and i looked them up and they seem to be going for decent money so i tried i went over to him i was like i'm just gonna be cheeky and offer you 100 quid for the lot and he was like Nah, I probably can't do that, mate, because there was over 100 posters there. I was thinking, I'll pay a pound each, definitely, which was a lot less than he'd originally asked. And then when it, he, like, counted them up and he started asking a grand, I was like, what? I was like, that's more than a five or a poster. I was like, mate, I can't do that. I can't get anywhere near that. And he was like, all right, 
let's make a deal, 500. I was like, nah, mate. I was like, I could probably give you 150. And then I started walking away. He goes, oh, no, don't walk away. Um, what, what would be your best offer? And I was like, I was looking at them. I was thinking, these could be really, really good. Or I could just get my money back in the end. But one, it's something new for me to learn. If I see posters, like movie posters out again, French ones, I'll know to buy them. Or I just like researching new niches. I know it's, I paid 250 for it. I know it's a £250 outlay, which seems quite a lot. But when you've been doing it for a while, that's not crazy money. But I'd pay 250 for a course to learn something. So I just thought, fuck it. So I was like, yeah, I'll give you 250 And he thought about it for a bit. And then he was like, yeah, go for it. So I went and got some money out, brought them, brought them home. And they seem to be pretty good, to be fair. I reckon some of them I'll get like between 75 and 100 for a few of them. And then the rest I'll probably just blow out for like 20, 25 quid. But. I think I'll definitely at least up my money, but I reckon I'll definitely do better than that. They might be a bit long tail, like they might take maybe a year for me to sell them all. But as long as I get them listed fairly soon, because the longer I leave them on my shelf, the less interest I'm gonna have in them. Like I'll come to them in a year time, and I'll be like, in a year's time, and I'll be like, oh yeah, there's some posters. I'll um, donate them because once I've had something for a while, I'm like, oh, it's worthless. There's been stuff that's been sh- sat on my shelf or sat in a drawer. That I've been like, oh yeah, I brought that for like a tenner and uh, I'd probably just throw it away. And then I look up the price, it sells for like 50 quid. I list it and it sells the same day. I'm like, what are you doing, Josh? It's just sat in a drawer. Like, 50, that's 50 boys just sat in a drawer. It's mental. Like, but it's just how it goes. So I need, that's my next plan. Like, I've I'm started listing everything I got from the car, from the Jumble Trail. Oh, I also got a Warhammer deal. So I know absolutely nothing about warhammers but i know they cost absolute coinage in games workshop so on this map it's it actually had one of the houses had down as warhammer so i was walking towards it i was thinking they're either going to be absolute pros of it or they just brought it to paint it and it that's that's it exactly what it was i walked over and he had all the original boxes for it about three or four boxes nothing massive and then like a watchtower and a load of little figures i don't know what they're called I feel like they're called Bretonians. I'm going to go with that. But yeah, I, I brought it all for a tenner. He was like, yeah, I just brought it to make and paint, which was good for me. He was like, just take everything for a tenner. So I was like, yes, mate, I'm all over that. Didn't know how much it's worth. Since I've got it home, I know I'll get definitely over £100, probably closer to like 180 for the whole lot. One of the sets is actually un, unpainted and it goes, goes for 60 quid on its own. So that's awesome. That will go straight away. But yeah, that's just another niche I've never looked into, Warhammer. If you're into Warhammer, you if you already know your stuff about that, dive in. Because people like me on eBay would just list it as a Warhammer bundle. Because I had no idea. I had, I had a bundle before. And I took it to some blokes. Uh, wasn't it Game Workshop? It was like that kind of thing. He told me what they were. By the time I got home, I had no clue. <laughs> I ended up making some alright money on them, but... If I'd have actually noted down what he said, I would have made a lot more. So that's enough. if you're into Warhammer, like I said, search eBay for the badly listed stuff because you will make some coin. If you know what you've got, if you know what you're looking at, just use what you know. If you know a lot about that, if you know a lot about trainers, search for trainers. Buy them, on e- buy them from Facebook, buy them from car boots. Whatever you've got knowledge on, like some guy messaged me the other day saying he, he works in a server room. I think he might be listening now. 
if you are mate thank you for listening and thank you for messaging me but if that's if you work in a server room you're going to know how how expensive that kind of stuff is so if you're going on ebay and you can find that stuff for a lot cheaper you can flip it it's all about just using what you know at the start if you just come out of school you must be into like i know you're probably into xbox games or ps4 games you must know which ones are popular which ones you can make money on look them up on cex and all that it's just there's so many ways of making money i'm trying to get into every niche possible but in the end i'm gonna have to employ a few people to list for me that's my goal have people sourcing have have people listing for me all that kind of thing but yeah the jumble trail was mad I'm buzzing with them posters. I'm buzzing with Warhammer. I'm just buzzing with everything. I'm buzzing with life at the moment. Just absolutely loving living life at the moment. I keep posting it all over my story. People are probably getting annoyed, but I'm just so happy at the moment. I'm just, I'm just, everything's, not everything's going right. I'm still, I'm still getting returns like every day. I get return come through, but I'm just like, oh, fuck it. Yeah, return it, mate. Like I sold some Fred Perry shorts the other day and someone returned because they didn't fit. I didn't give a shit. Just send them back, mate. I don't mind. Like even people like because I have a three day um, dispatch time on my eBay, people message me and they're like, "Why haven't you sent my stuff yet?" I'm like, "As soon as you explain the situation, they're like, oh yeah, that's fine, mate, no worries." I'm not gonna let that get to me. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. Oh my god, he's wondering where his item is. I better send it straight away. I'll be like, "You can wait till Monday, mate." That's what where my dispatch time is. Some people might say that's not the right attitude, but that's just my attitude. But yeah. That's that's me talking about the jumble trail, and the next thing I want to talk about is Q4 preparation. Everyone's buzzing about the summer, the sun when we had it. I mean, at the moment it's been pissing down all day, which is real fun for us. They kind of got in that sun and kind of fooled us for a bit. I was out in the garden sunbathing and all that. Now I'm sat here in like a woolly woolly cardigan. I was about to say I don't wear cardigans. A woolly, I don't know. I'm going to stop saying woolly. I'm wearing a jacket. Nothing woolly about it. Jesus Christ. But yeah, so they've fooled us with the weather, but it's getting close to Q4 now. You need to be buying your stock. If you've right, if you've already been through a Q4, Q4, by the way, is the fourth quarter of the year when it gets all, everyone gets mad about Christmas and the sales go crazy. So if you've already been through one, go through what you sold last year. If you're like me and you buy stuff from eBay, car boots, and like, and um, charity shops, go for what you sold. You might be able to buy again on eBay at the moment. So cheap. Like last year, I was having crazy sales in December. I was selling some board games, some games for like 80 to 100 pound. You get them now for about a 10 or each on eBay. So I've started buying them now in getting ready for like, you want to send all your stuff up by September. That's when I done it. And then your stuff will be selling all until December and it'll be going mental. But this is your time for preparation. Go through what you sold in the past. Go through if you're new to this, go through what other people sold in December. Go through their feeds on that Instagram. Go through search on YouTube, uh, Christmas eBay sales, UK or US, wherever you are. See what they sold. And then go on eBay, see if you can get that stuff again cheaper. Or if Facebook Marketplace can be mental, you can say to the people, I'll, I'll pay you by PayPal and then either can you post it to me or I'll arrange a courier to pick it up. Use Parcel Monkey. Got a, when you search for it there'll be a little printer logo and choose the ones that don't have that I believe or you'll ho- hover over it but um, it'll be ones where pe- the courier will take the label and stick it on the box for you so all the seller has to do is whack it in a box for you 
that's literally all they have to do but yeah it's just there's so many ways of finding stock these days and that's just we've just got to get ready now if we've still got a few um few months left of car boot sales so get get out of there start buying some board games if you can sell them on amazon scan them into there if not buy them for ebay because even during december people would buy them off ebay to put them on amazon it's just how it goes i also want to see you guys going into retail outlets and just buying the clearance you've always got to search for clearance not in the main stores i mean you can in sainsbury's and tesco i mean you could probably do that now and then keep the stuff for christmas if you've got spare money lying about and if you're up for waiting a, like three or four months to sell stuff maybe five or six months but yeah go out find some deals let me know what you guys have been picking up and i think that's going to be it for this episode i just want to thank all you guys for waiting for this episode and everyone for all the lovely messages i've been getting it's really made my like day and made my week i just love hearing that you're enjoying the podcast i originally started it just to, i've always wanted a podcast and i just wanted to give some knowledge and just chat some utter shit which i think i do <laughs> so yeah thank you all for listening thank you again check out swresources.co.uk all of the supplies you need and use code boise10 for 10 percent off helps me helps the show and yeah thank you all for listening and i'll see you on the next episode